Welcome to Cruising Through Cinema. Here are your hosts, Dennis and Dyer. Well, thanks, Tom. This is Cruising Through Cinema. I am the mentioned Dennis. And I am the aforementioned Seamus O'Dyer, coming to you live from the Emerald Isle, Ireland, this evening. Yeah, just, just part of the time. And then we'll go to Boston, and then we'll go to the Oklahoma land rush. Yeah, and, I thought about doing the Irish accents the entire time, but uh, let's be honest, that's uh, insufferable. The beginning is all the all the users, I mean, all the listeners uh, can tolerate for right now. Yes, and those of you who do not know, this is Cruising Through Cinema, as was just introduced, but you may be saying, what the heck is that? You probably saw the clever, uh, clever podcast art and thought, hmm, I think it's about Tom Cruise. Well, you'd be right. It is about Tom Cruise, and we go through on a bi-weekly basis, go through Tom Cruise's filmography in chronological order, this week being the 1992 film, and dare I say it, Hidden Jim, Far and Away, starring the one Thomas Meth Power Cruise, and the fourth, and Nicole Kidman. Was he, he was married to Nicole Kidman at this time. I don't know if it was at this time or shortly after this time. No, it was this time because I was reading. So here's a little bit of trivia for so you. So they fell in love on the sets of Days and Thunder? Days of Thunder? Probably more, more than likely, and then, yes. And then Ronnie Howard said, that, that's the power couple for me. That's right. Couple, I will couple, one day direct. Couple pieces of trivia. Was his next film uh, Apollo 13? I think so. Man. I mean, he what goes. A run. So, what a run. Uh, you're right, right. So... In the scene, and we'll get to it, but in more detail, uh, the scene where he is in the bed after being stabbed by Nicole Kidman in the leg and the gun blowing up in his face. Pitchforked, yes. Um, when she lifts up the bowl and like looks at his junk, right? Um, I, I got it. This is the funniest thing I've read on IMDb in the past six months. Uh, Ron Howard didn't like her reaction. So when she was out of the room or something, Ron told Tom to take off his boxers or his underwear, right? So, and in IMDb it says it said he took off his his underwear, and it was a true cockless man. Uh, I, I thought it, you know, it, it was supposed to be, I'm sure, you know, under, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> so then her reaction when she lifts up the bowl because she wasn't told that he was taking off his underwear. Uh, and then her reaction was a true reaction when she saw it. So um, that's one. And did you know Ron Howard puts his brother in every single one of his movies? Almost guaranteed. His brother was the guy at the chicken factory. Where that's him? The guy that was clearly wearing prosthetics? No, his brother looks like that. For sure. Wait, the, the weird creepy guy that she said? Um, yeah, she say? who's bald and has the, the sideburns. That's him? That's a real man? That wasn't that's prosthetics? Ron, no, that's Ron Howard's brother. Oh, God. No wonder his brother gives him work. <laughs> he feels bad for him. Oh, my goodness. I mean, have you, have you seen Ron Howard? Ron Howard is not a great looker either. Yeah, but he doesn't look like a troll. But you know who <laughs> is a looker? His daughter, Bryce Dallas. Man, yeah, oh, man. She's, she's not bad. Uh so if you've eyes. ever wanted to see Tom Cruise punch a horse invoking this is the, the movie uh, for you invo invoking Mongo from Blazing Saddles this is the <laughs> film for you oh my god I did not see that coming I didn't see it actually he straight up 
punches actually, the horse. When she says take him by the biddle or you know whatever, I was like, he's gonna punch this horse because he says I don't want to fight you, and then he slugs the horse in the face. Well, that's what he that's what he tells everyone during the boxing scenes. He always yeah, says, yeah, I, I don't, don't want to fight. Yeah. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to hurt you. And so then, and then he punches the horse in the face, and it's like, oh. So, Okay, that's how you break a so, horse. You just punch it in the face. I guess. So this movie actually kind of has a cult comedy following in Ireland because everyone is like everyone in Ireland bashes it for the um, what they call the O Irish accent. So like, yeah, you know, uh, everyone's what you, clearly what you did yes, yeah, yeah. Everyone's clearly doing a quote unquote. Irish accent, but it's an Irish accent that everyone knows, like the Lucky Charms guy, and not. And actually, um, Nicole Kidman's accent, right? Her Irish accent is incorrect, according to the notes. It should be more English, but because she's, of where she's Irish, but it's just where she grew up. Um, yeah, and one so Ron thought that would confuse the audience, so they just had her do a full Irish accent. But here's here's some trivia real quick. Did you know that Nicole Kimmon's parents were from Ireland, and they boarded the ship that took him to Australia where Nicole was born? Oh, I did not know that. That's why Nicole Kidman has red hair and everything, because she and her parents are Irish. Makes a lot of sense. Makes sense. So... One thing that you could criticize about this film is she would, given her upbringing, she would have been more like Protestant, and he would have been Catholic, and there would have been. Well, he zero. they mentioned that they mentioned that in the movie. They do, kinda, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's good. It's a great film because because Tom goes, "Your kind and my kind, we don't get along," um, which I took. Not the aristocrat farmer individual I took as a Catholic and a Protestant, but maybe that's mm. because I'm a Catholic. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, as am I. But the 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 relationship he has with his brothers and the way they fight early on in the film, like wrestling, he beats and stuff, the shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is. But that is. It was a very relatable portrayal of three brothers roughhousing. Yeah, but I mean, you Minus, haven't like. You haven't hauled off and punched your brother in the face. Like, yeah, but I'm also not Irish drunk. Well, Tom wasn't. He was a drunk on land, right? On yeah, that's and... the whole point is he wants he wants his land. Dude, there are uh, some like big name actors in here like that you don't know necessarily their name, but you've seen their face and you know what kind of well, work they've done. Like, I will say the, the ward boss, he's been in a ton of stuff. And like you know, uh, the guy that runs the gambling hall, the burlesque hall, or whatever. Like, yeah, he's been in a, uh, the the older brother, right? The one that comes up from behind the wall drinking. He was in Mad Men for like a uh, two seasons. Like, yeah, he looked that, familiar. That guy's been in a ton of stuff. Like, oh, so here's Thomas Gibson, the the who turns out to be the real villain of the film, not Christy. Um, yeah. He, I know him from Colonel Mines, so he goes on to be in the movie coming oh, up that here. Is the relative- guy from Criminal Minds. Yeah, yeah. He goes yeah. on to be in Eyes Wide Shut with Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. He does. Yeah, so there's your Cruiseverse. Cruiseverse. Thank you for our daily or biweekly dose of Cruiseverse. But yeah, I I will say Tom's 
Tom's acting was great. I enjoyed just I the thought film, it was the really whole good. film. The whole film, the pace is good. It never lulls. And you got three v- very clear set pieces. You've got yeah. the Irish bit. You've got them going to Boston. Boston. And the Boston stuff's arguably the best part of the film. Although we'll take everyone but the Irish. We don't want the Irish. Yeah, it was a very, it was a good film. It was, it wasn't I exactly what I expected. I, I don't know what either. I expected, but I expected more of a love story. And it's more of a dramedy. Like there's some definitely comedic elements. Yeah, like the beginning. Uh, I mean, the f- he punches like, a horse. They, that is for humor. right. But <laughs> the beginning with the where their where their father falls off the scaffolding. And there's just you get your Irish limericks. You get what you want. Yeah, and he goes, "I'm dying," and he dies. And he comes back. He's like, "Well, you died." And he goes, "Yes, yeah, I did die." But you know, uh, you know, that's I don't know if they meant Which, to write it to be funny, but it maybe, was funny. I think it was meant to be funny, and I. I honestly, it, I, maybe it's because I watched it in two nights, but I had for I did not see that the ending coming where Tom Cruise dies twice or dies once and comes back and goes. Hopefully, I don't I, die it, again. I see. I didn't see that either. But I was like, when the horse fell on him, I was like, oh, he's hit his head and he's gonna die. But then, like the camera sort of pans up and you hear this little harpsichord music, whatever. You think it was his dad that brought him back to life? Hmm. Because he said, I, I that think his, it's whatever. It's no, I don't. Well, it, I think it was, da- just, it was a nod to his dad. Doing yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. know, you're led to believe. But his dad, some sort his of, dad did then die five seconds later. <laughs> right. She goes, "You died," and he goes, "I, I did, but I have no plans of dying again." Yes. Really, Tom? Are you gonna live forever? So the actor that besides Tom Cruise, but my favorite character had to be. Uh, Christie, Daniel, like- Daniel Christie, his the way when they sh- when he shows up at the tavern, yeah, and just starts. <laughs> I I mean there were so many good one liners, like just yeah. pissed off yeah. one liners. I love. How about how about when he goes to like he, him and his wife are reading in the parlor and yeah, he goes, he's oh, sneaking- this book's boring me and he opens up and takes a drink. She goes, oh, "You're not fooling anyone." He goes, "Would, Would you, you prefer I me- drink out in the open?" And she goes. I like our dynamic. <laughs> which, is, which is kind of... That's, that's the epitome of being married. hundred <laughs> percent. That is the I, epitome. I, I like I, our dynamic. Yes. But the, just that line. Yeah, the, I like our dynamic. That's that, It's just perfect. Um, I don't know hey, what hey else. Dennis. I mean, I think... Hey, Dennis. Ahead. Captain Moonlight. Captain Moonlight. Yeah, that's what that's what he says when like the the Irish guy gives him the gun to go kill Christy. Oh yeah, yes, Captain yeah. Captain Moonlight, and then like he's like, "Don't tell anyone about it," and then everyone in the town knows he's gonna go knows. kill Christy. <laughs> good, good luck going because they all hate him because he's their landlord. He owns yeah, the but land, then like and they're all indentured servants. Essentially, what, what, what kind of what kind of starts this right is Christy is a landlord. Cruz is, you know, Tom Cruise, Joseph Donnelly is his character's name. Joseph is working the land, right? He's a real tough Irish. Are we led to believe t- he doesn't have a mother that's alive? Is that the implication? Yeah, yeah. Or she left his dad or whatever, his da. Uh, so, like, they bring his dad, who was on scaffolding or whatever, and fell when Christie's horse got spooked from shooting guns or whatever. They're burying him, and then Thomas Gibson's character... um, 
forget his character's name. It burns down his house. He burns, but everyone thinks that's on direction of Christy. But and then crew and then Donnelly wants revenge, but it turns out Christy doesn't know anything about it. Like said, hey, I never knew about your dad dying. I certainly didn't say burn down their house or whatever. Um, and then like actually helps him with the duel. He's like, yeah, do this and and everything. So, you know, Christy yeah. was a landlord. Yeah, <laughs> the, the but duel, but still. the duel was great because it's like. <laughs> And like it was so stereotypically Irish foggy that like, have, yeah, like yeah, sure there's was. no chance that you're gonna shoot somebody. Nor would you want to be the bystander. Yeah, because Chris was trying to give him a fighting chance. Absolutely not. You don't want to be the bystander during that. <laughs> um, and, and then he gets ran into by the, um, Shannon and Christie on the horse. You know, and truth be told, I couldn't figure out for a little while in the movie if Nicole, like if the Christies were supposed to be Irish or English. You know, occasionally the mom would say, this isn't the Ireland but never of the my Dutch. birth. And, uh, never the Dutch. <laughs> Blazing Saddles um, reference again. God, that movie's so good. Mongo. Are we sure Tom Cruise sure wasn't in Blazing Saddles? Uh, no, but rumor is he would have been on the second episode of Black Bart. Son of a bitch. Look it up, folks. Uh, Black Bart, a pilot that failed miserably that was going to be a spinoff show from the movie Blazing Saddles. Um, oh. And Game of what Life. What was your... Okay. Mongo just so we're, in Game of Life. We're... <laughs> Telegram for Mongo. Telegram for Mongo. <laughs> we... All right. We've left Ireland, right? We're in... We're on a boat to Boston. We are. Do okay, so I'm gonna say something which might get me canceled. Man, probably not, because you know the same person. Are all people named McGuire just fucking terrible people? Like have I known a McGuire that wasn't Yeah, I've known someone that was a McGuire that was a decent human. Is it Denny McGuire? Because he's okay. Everyone else in the McGuire family tree is terrible. I'm not naming names. Okay, yeah, it's Denny. Um, or this Danny is gonna get this. Is, the, the, that comment's going to haunt you when you're 52. <laughs> 15 years from now, okay. Yeah, 15. Uh, 15 are we really that far away from Dyer? That is yeah. a scary thought. Yeah, man, we are. We might we're, as we're, well. Yeah. Oh, that's a. Well. Why did you have to bring it down a peg? We're old. You're men. the one. No, we're middle aged. Maybe. We are what we uh, are. What we are. Hey, only the rocks live forever. Um, yeah. So they get to Boston, so, and some jackass tries to steal her silver spoons. McGuire steals the silver spoons from <laughs> yes. Nicole Kidman from Shannon because she was going to sell that for money because she comes from money, right? Yeah, because the like, whole oh, point is they need like one hundred and twenty nine dollars or what? Well, it was some odd number, wasn't it? Or was it one hundred and fifty? It was something really, really ridiculously to to be able to basically get past go to Oklahoma to the Oklahoma City land Oklahoma land rush, which that that is exactly how the Oklahoma land rush took land. Yeah, like that's how they did it. Like, how about the guy that took off at the guy that took off at eleven fifty nine and the oh, they shot him. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, 
like the uh, the cavalry, the U.S. cavalry goes shoot him, and he just yeah. shoots him, shoots him dead. Oh which, man! Which, but with but with Daniel Christie, he was a slimy bastard. He they cheated tremendously, he and he they was. got they never got their comeuppance. They didn't. So, like, are we led to believe they left like that night? So, are they neighbors? Are, so, is is are are the Donnellys and um, the Christies now neighbors? In Probably. Oklahoma? Probably, yeah. Is that is that what we're led to believe? Oh, I don't know how far away Joseph and Shannon's spot was compared to Daniel's, you know, Daniel's spot, but I would venture to say yes. Oh, and if you're going on a land rush, um. I don't know if horse and buggy that's poorly constructed with my entire family no. is the way to go. No, absolutely not. No. You have, speaking of which, have you, ever, have, you, have you ever watched Deadwood? No, I haven't. It, I highly recommend it. This made me want to watch Deadwood. I heard it's very, very, very blue as far as language goes. It is fabulous. Oh, okay, cool. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, I, I seek it out. So here's my I've question. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen the... I've you claim your, you claim your parcel of land, right? You how many yeah, ever right. acres you get or whatever. What the fuck are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to camp out there that night? Do you? And then how the fuck do you get supplies to build a house? Like I'm assuming there you, you you plant your flag and do they come by and like take down your name and info? Like how do you? Im- do- I, I would imagine so. And like, like how are you in the leg- towns registering the land? Right, and then the town square, I think I saw a building that said loans, so it was probably a bank. Like, do you walk in there, like, the bankers, like, Monday morning going, we're making lots of money today! Yeah, I you don't, know. yeah, I don't, I didn't quite understand how it worked, but, um... Yeah, uh, if you sure. were, if you know how the Oklahoma land rush, uh, works, uh, please email us at, uh whatever our email address is at gmail.com. No, I just know that I just know I've seen pictures where all, all of a sudden everybody just take like where they're like taking off. So like that, that app, when I said that, that's how it was, they did all say the, like kaboom. How do you go. think the, the indigenous Americans feel about that? Well, they showed them. Like they the, didn't look too happy. No, but one was wearing like a U.S. army jacket. So like he had served mm-hmm. in the army maybe, but like, I mean, I just know. think about it. It's like, this is my people's land that you are taking. I don't. Or like, I, I don't know Thomas, why Thomas Gibson's character is like people are liable to get shot, and like you see, like one family like settled down and just shoot somebody. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I, I don't understand. West. Like, what do you, what do you do if you don't get the land? Do you just go back and camp out at the town till the next time I, they have a land rush? I guess. Or do you like keep riding? Do you like, just keep going west? Who's the schmuck that had to go out there and put all the flags in the parcels? Thus, like someone pondered this, and that's how they came up with the idea of Wagons East. Have you ever seen that film? No, I haven't. N- not good. But the whole concept is they get fed up of the old west, so they decide to go back home to the east. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's not great. It's got John Candy. Oh, well, John it's Candy's John good. Ca- it's but it's one of his last films. Oh, it's not, not good. good. But this is cruising through cinema. Where we talk about Tom Cruise and um, backing up. Yes, they. Basically, are screwed, and they go to the basic, uh, I guess, order of the Irishman, and they set him up with cheap housing and help him get a job in the poultry processing plant. Yeah, and they the say thing, they're, they're posing as brothers and si- as brother and sister, which 
Molly says the the owner of the the whorehouse essentially the brothel said I don't care what you do as long as you pay me a dollar per week for the room. Yeah, That's dirt cheap. They're living in a brothel. Oh, 100%. Remember yeah. when when he walks out and she goes, why don't you just shag her already? And he goes, that's my sister. And she goes, yeah, and I'm your mother. Yes, uh, th- there's that. And then there's also, oh, I just thought of it and I forgot. Oh, uh, <laughs> imagine if he's, he's, they said something about he's so good at keeping his, his um, fists up, or not fists, knuckles. There's yeah. A, I need to get it right, but I don't have it. But imagine what he can do with his willy, is what they say. Yeah, Grace says that to uh to uh Nicole Kidman's character in the like in the she brings reason, him Yeah. She brings him home after he like he is just hammered drunk. Hammered drunk. And she's like, So uh the she's like, So what's his character? She's like, Good night. She's like, Yeah, but imagine, you know, what he can do with she's like, Good night. Yes. The, I almost texted uh, you. I almost texted you today, but I didn't. I was going to say, Dennis, how come you never tell me you like my hat? <laughs> I I think this is the this was inspired by the <laughs> wonderful ch- n- the novel adventure of uh, Go friend. Dog Go Go Dog Go. Do you like my hat? No, I do not. Goodbye. Goodbye. How come come on, you you have a small child? Say- you, you've read Go Dog Go. We haven't yet, actually, with him. Oh my gosh! You need to say, say you like my hat. Say you like my suit. I earned this. I worked for this. And then she's he he throws her in the tub, and then he actually does not have a hat on. And her response is, "You're not wearing a hat. You're not wearing a hat." And he's like, "This is where you get slapped because women don't talk to men that way." <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets so pissed and then goes to the bar. Or no, that's earlier on. That's earlier on. Yeah, because basically he becomes a boxer because he gets so pissed off with her that he leaves to go. Well, the thing is, I can't. Isn't he pissed at her for basically talking back to the uh, Mister Howard? Yeah, but like he's trying to sleep one night and he can't sleep. Is how I took it. So he just went down and like just started bare knuckle boxing. He's like, oh, I can get money doing this. Which he has to have some sort of CTE from that, right? Yeah. Or when the horse fell love, on top I of love his head on knuckle. top of a rock. To, toe the line. I love that there's like a, it's the same kid that tells him about the brothel. That kid's a young entrepreneur. 100%. He's, do, you think this is where the, do you think this is where the term toe the line came from? This film? Or, or not, just the not, concept not, of bare knuckle no. boxing? I'm pretty sure toe the line. No. You know, when somebody tells you to toe the line, right? It tells you to, hey, you know, be careful. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the total line was an expression way before 1992. <laughs> no, I know that's why, but yes, I maybe it did originate from bare knuckle boxing. Oh, hey, you wanted something else to make you feel old? Uh, my brother was born the same year that this movie came out. Uh, so was my brother. Oh, shit, we're old. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. But yes, they they tell the line, they box. He's, he basically becomes a the hot shot boxer and he's winning all kinds of money and he's basically spent enough money to he could have with all the hats and suits he could have basically paid their way and she finds out or they get so pissed about it then she then, yeah she goes to start working as a brothel 
Yes, but then she basically to prove a point, the night of the big fight goes there and becomes a um, burlesque dancer, burlesque or whatever. dancer, whatever you want to call it, and that pisses him off, distracts him, and the big Italian, uh, Rocky Balboa Senior, <laughs> beats okay. the beats no. The, this is probably Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa's great great grandfather. This is Rocky Balboa, Just even Rocky Balboa, and then you have Rocky Balboa, the first, second, third, fourth. <laughs> They're all Roman numerals. They are. Yeah. Um, but he kicks the, his ass. Yeah. Well, he's winning, and yeah. then because Tom Cruise is evidently the only bare knuckle boxer to ever think about dodging punches. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the, the, because he basically is pissed off that she's selling her body, it pisses him off. He loses the fight. They take all of his stuff. They kick him out of the brothel. Says nobody, nobody, how's this person? Or I'll burn this place down. So then they become homeless vagrants and roam around in the snow, break into a house. She gets Wait, shot. Right, but like they're looking for because the Christies come to Boston, and they're looking for the daughter. And like the cop stops and goes, "Have you seen this woman?" And Tom, you know, Joseph Donnelly plays it off, and he's like, no, you know, and whatever. Yeah, and she gets shot. Doesn't he just drop her off and, like, her parents and just leaves for Oklahoma? Uh, Well, he, he leaves and joins the railroad crew. Yeah, and then, like, he builds the railroad and goes to Oklahoma. Which, which was, I enjoyed the railroad scenes, because actually one summer my grandfather, you, you've met, you met the man. Very... Um, Yes, I have. He, he spent nice a man. summer, I think, in his high school age, um, yeah. building a railroad, and he did that. Like he'd sleep on the sleeper car. They he'd sleep in the back of the car, really. Of the train. They'd build. They'd lay some railroad, and then go down the track and start the next day. He, he did that one summer. He said it was the worst job he ever had. I can believe it was probably that. exactly like this film portrayed. I can believe that. Yeah. Um. So he goes to Oklahoma, right? He gets settled. He goes to buy a horse. And the guy goes, do you want a green broke horse or a broke horse? And he goes, I'll take it for the dependable one. I love he's, the horse trainer. Yeah, I do too. Uh, <laughs> and he's, then he, later he's like, I sold that man that horse. Well, then he sees Shannon and he thinks it's Shannon, but he's not for sure. And he goes, I'm cursed. I'm cursed. So he meets up with her. They talk. Um... She gets she, and she teaches her mom how to wash. Yes, she does. He gets pissed drunk and falls out of the tent, right? And he's like, Yeah. And then he's like, All right, I'm gonna go get my horse. The horse that he originally bought is dead. And like uh and then he goes, Oh Jesus. <laughs> he's just he's oh, Jesus he's just Jesus Christ. And then and the one guy and the one guy says that was the oldest horse I've ever seen. Yeah, the guy goes, That's the oldest horse I've ever seen. <laughs> Which I know it, it probably wasn't meant to be funny, but I found it hilarious. I think that was meant to be humorous. So, like, did he go back in the morning and buy buy like the the other horse? Like, okay, the other horse died. Like, I need to buy this one. Yeah. Did he? Ha- I mean, how did he have so much money all of a sudden? I guess all the railroading. I guess he did. He he saved his railroad money, right? Because he took the railroad out west. Yeah, but he basically yeah he bailed on the railroad to get. Like, yeah, but you know they probably pay him every Friday or whatever. You know, at the end of the week. Yeah, and they got Somebody to Oklahoma. Somebody comes by so, on a pony and gives him some coin. 
you know, he bails at Oklahoma. He's like, all right, this is where I, you know, this is where I'm out. You guys can keep on going. But, um, and you know, like, like you said, I'm sure that horse was more, not more than $5, which was a lot of money back then. Yes. But it was, I mean, for Christ's sake, they're giving land away for free. (laughs) But yes, that, I mean, so then the next day's land rush, which I'm surprised he wasn't, doesn't have a massive hangover. (laughs) Because I agreed, he, he was like putting your pants on backwards drunk. Yep, um, yep. Those <laughs> Irish, I tell you what. But yeah, he was he was a resilient man, and or maybe he was hungover and he just dealt with it very well. Yeah, man. he did lack coordination when the horse fell on him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and we've kind of already yeah. talked about the the last couple scenes, but. Um, Three time time for rankings. Uh, we're about there, but this was a. I mean, overall, this was a two and a half hour movie. I yeah. I don't. It was. I don't want to say it felt long, but and I don't really know what you would cut out. It was the pacing was good. I enjoyed. No, it. I, I was. I, I didn't. I was entertained I, beginning to end. I will say yeah. the it, the beginning started a little like oh no, what's this yes. gonna be? I agree. Um. Before we get to rankings, we need to talk a couple things. Unibrow, not really there. Had a nice clean cut, Tom Cruise. Yeah, uh, he ran. Didn't really see the snaggletooth. Oh, he ran and he ran hard. Yes. Like we drops like Shannon off at her parents' house. He just sprints. Yes, we had very classic Tom Cruise strides. I mean, he ran in like two scenes. Like I think he ran like. When his dad, when they were bringing his dad home, and then, then he ran there in Boston as well. Yeah. Yep, it was great. All right. Guys, rank my movies, please. Okay. All right, Tom. Dennis, why don't you go ahead and re- uh, remind everyone of the rankings, please? A quick recap. These are the definitive Tom Cruise film rankings as chosen by the two hosts on the show. Myself and Sir Ryan Dyer. Hola. Ryan O'Dyer. We have ranked 13 films, this being the 14th. 13th is Legend. 12th is Endless Love. 11 is Outsiders. 10 is Taps. 9 is All the Right Moves. 8 is Losing It. 7 is The Color of Money. 6 is Born on the 4th of July. 5th is Cocktail. 4 is Rain Man. 3 is Days of Thunder. 2 is Risky Business. 1 is Top Gun. Okay. All right. Okay. Do we? I, do we? I think we can firmly say this is in the top ten. We can. It's definitely better Agreed. than Taps, Outsiders, and the Slav and Legend. Agreed. Do we say uh, so? Top Gun, Risky Business. No, Top Gun, Days of Thunder, Risky Business. No, Top Gun, Risky Business, Days of Thunder. Okay, Top Gun, Risky Business, Days of Thunder. What was number four? Rain Man. Oh. Okay. And number then five. Cocktail. And then Born <laughs> on the Fifth, Fourth of July. I am gonna. I'm going to, you know what? So, so we had a hard time with Born on the 4th of July because The Color yeah. of Money I would much rather rewatch, but it, Born on the 4th of July is a better film. Like, yeah. From its you know, artistic merits. This is what I think we I, have here is that we've got something here that's going to either be 4th, 5th, or 6th because I don't think it's better than Days of Thunder, Risky Business, not. or Top Gun. It's not. Is so it better than I, Rain Man? Possibly. Oh, is it better than Cocktail? I I love cocktail. <laughs> I do too, but 
and then it's better than Fourth of July. Born on the Fourth of July, I think. Yeah. So so it's the question is is is, is this. I, I'm fine if you want to say that, that you can't put this above Rain Man. So then it's, it's I can't, five I or can't six. Put it, I can't put it above Rain Man. Um, like I said, as much as it... I mean, I, I gotta put it above um, Cocktail. I have to. Okay. It's hard. Uh, it's... I, I don't know because I, I love because the honestly though if you, after cocktail there's a clear delineation of like films that we didn't necessarily think were great I mean oh, yeah, the, no, the, absolutely. the color of money like those are kind of lesser known films everyone's heard of cocktail most people haven't seen it but everyone's heard of it right um, Rain Man Days of Thunder Risky Business and Top Gun are freaking everyone knows films it. everyone they knows are, those films. they are just iconic. So I I don't I I hate having to knock down cocktail, but this is a better film than cocktail. Yeah, I, 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 I that's I think that does it. This is going to be far and away is the new fifth ranked film. Um, yeah, cocktail had a, had a nice run there. It did. It did. And who knows? You know, we have so many more movies to rank. So who knows how long? Um, you know, far and away is going to hold down that top spot, but uh, Dennis, I mean, hold down that number five spot. So, Dennis, why don't you remind everyone what movie we have coming up next? Yes, next we have a is film. It a few good men is it is a few good men starring Tom Cruise and uh, Junior Jack Nicholson and isn't um what's Kevin his face Bacon in it? Demi Moore's in it. But there's also isn't uh, Kevin Bacon in it? Yeah, yes. yeah, I, I said Kevin yeah. Bacon. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think he did. Yeah, but yeah. this is Kiefer Sutherland. This is the iconic. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, I have never seen this. I've seen so. But, okay, real talk. You and I both played high school football, right? Not at the same time necessarily, but remember every Thursday they would show a film before the game on Friday. Yeah, they show a um, clip to kind of get you get you mentally hyped. prepared. So yeah. They showed us the big the opening scene of this. Like, um, if you just YouTube the opening scene of A Few Good Men, like how they like do the gun twit, you know, the gun stuff and everything, like with the you know the color guards and everything. Like, color guards not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, yes. To get us all hyped up, I think we went out and just got absolutely slaughterized on Friday, but. <laughs> Um, that that happens. But I've seen, I've never seen a few good men. I've only seen clips, and obviously, know the you want the truth. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Rules of engagement, um, which is this movie's different than another one where Cuba Gooding Jr. is in, where he, or is this the one where they, because he's in a movie. Cuba Gooding Jr. is in a movie. I can't remember if it's this one or not. That they put him in like a old timey diving suit, like snow dogs, and like no, and they ask him to walk, <laughs> like they ask him to like to walk three or four steps or whatever, and it's almost impossible to. I, I'm pretty sure a few good men's not it, but um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, is it streaming anywhere? You're thinking Dennis? of Men of Honor. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yes. 
Oh, well, Cuban Jr. is in it too, but uh, is this streaming anywhere? Which, if the, which if the, by the way, Cruiserverse. Yeah, Cuban Jr. Jr. Yep, because he is also Rod Tidwell. He is Rod Tidwell. Don't show act. me the you've money. Never, you've never seen it though. That, I I've can't never seen see Jeremy. Is that up see, next that's after a, a few good men? No, what's up next is interview with the vampire. Oh, okay. And then after that, what, when does Jerry Maguire get on here? Is that 95? It's, it's soon. Um, no, I want to say it's 97. I will tell so you. So we go, Mitch, get to, we go Mission to Impossible. The we go A Few Good Men, The Firm, okay. Interview with the Vampire, oh, Mission the Impossible, Jerry Maguire. Man, he goes back to back <laughs> bangers. Yeah. Well, an interview with the vampire is one of my biggest um, curiosities of the entire. Are, are we are we okay in saying firmly, okay, cement in saying Tom Cruise is in the? I mean, this is the golden era of Tom Cruise films. I, I mean, yeah, but look at listen to this. And okay, it, look at listen to the run he goes on in the mid two thousand. Mission Impossible two. Okay, no, no, no. It's better than that. We get Minority Report. Okay, good, great, yeah. No, oh, but I just lost my list. Okay, yeah, I guess Mission Impossible two. Two thousand. Yep. Yeah, but I was I was going to a stretch that it just has hit after hit. So I'm gonna two thousand two get Minority okay. Report, The Last yeah. Samurai, Collateral, <sighs> War of the Worlds, Mission Impossible uh, three, War of the World. Yeah, okay, no, that was pretty I good, love yeah. War of the Worlds. Some of the best dude collateral. Oh, collateral I've, I've, is Vincent. I've watched it. I think I've watched it two or three times, but I, I so want to watch it again. So I, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but I did. I rewatched Night and Day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I we we've got a while till we get to that, but I rewatched Night and Day. It doesn't yeah. hold up like I thought it would. Oh man. I still had fun with it, but it's very of the era. And you, you know what I mean, like. If anyone talks, I'll kill myself, and then I'll kill the girl. The effects don't hold up. It's like a mission. I, of, always, I feel, I feel like it's a side mission impossible. It kind of is. They're, like it, they're it like, really hey, feels like. What like, if Tom? Ethan, we need. What if Ethan Hunt just got mixed up in a bunch of stuff? Uh, yeah. What if we like really, you have yeah. a different name, but like yes, it's Mission Impossible, like part do. Yeah, you know? but he's still. I heard. I heard that uh, that uh, the newest one is fantastic. Oh, Dead Reckoning? Yes. I just saw today where they're going to rebrand it from Dead Reckoning Part 1 to just Dead Reckoning. Um, it's still going to be a two-parter, but they're... Because it came out a week before Barbenheimer, right? It came out a week yeah. before... Um, and it, the, their theory is it didn't do well in the box office, one, because it said part one, and two, because it came... So they're going to drop the part one from it, so when the second, when the sequel to it comes out, or when the second they part... They can re-release the first one, like, a couple months before. Well, they can re-release it, or they can say, somebody can go, oh, okay, you know, it's Dead Reckoning, because from my understanding, I haven't watched it, but yeah. Dead Reckoning... Ends on a very obvious. Hey, this sets up for a part two. <laughs> so when the second one comes out, they can just call it Dead Reckoning, the end or something like that, you know. So, um, but yeah, no, I heard it was good. I heard it was really good. I heard it was good, but uh, 
these don't ever not. <laughs> At some point, though, Mission Impossible goes from the the nineteen ninety six classic espionage spy thriller to like it follows the Fast and the Furious. Um, yeah, it just gets like bombastic right? and over the top. One, and- one one movie, he's hanging onto the side of a plane as it takes off. And like the the original Mission Impossible, the craziest thing he does is suspends himself from the ceiling, trying to insert a floppy disk into a computer, and outruns an aquarium wall. Which, by the way, <laughs> that level on Nintendo sixty four was impossible. impossible. I couldn't do it. That's, I could never do that's, it. That's every game of that era. I did it once. I did it once and got to the next level, and I didn't save it or something because it, it was a rented game from Blockbuster, and I. Kick myself in the fucking dick every time for it. Yeah, it happens. Well, you can go to YouTube and watch a let's play of it and experience all the uh, 64-bit goodness you missed. I played that game so. I, I, maybe I had it actually. Then I, think I, I believe it. you had it. I believe you. I had think it. I had it. I think I had it. Maybe you. Um, you were uh, supposed to go to bed, and your mom came in and was like, "You need to turn it off now." No, no, no. That was only when South Park was on. I turned down. Going down to South Park, and I have myself a time. Uh, but yeah, no. This is uh, anything else to add for the good of the show? I, I not for the good of the show, but for my personal okay. pleasure. Um, please give us a five star review. I guess that is for the goodness of the show. It helps yeah, other absolutely. people discover it. Um, I don't know if you, you heard about this, um, but the listeners would be. I'd like you to to hear this. Apple recently announced that for the past couple months they they now don't automatically download every single podcast you're subscribed to. If you don't listen to five episodes in a row or like, if you don't really? listen to five episodes, they won't automatically download it. So our numbers have taken a hit because I oh. guess we had some people fall off. We were getting free downloads for, <laughs> but, but the podcast app does Apple podcast doesn't automatically download the, unless you, I think get the mess with settings or something. I don't know. Really? I just heard it on. I heard that on a tech podcast on like a side little blip. So I don't know the exact details, but uh, it would explain our about forty percent drop in listens. It sure would. <laughs> it sure, sure would. would. So uh, sure, this has been sure. cruising through cinema. I'm Dennis, and I'm Dyer. 